1: Changing your life
0: one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with editor in chief Amy Newmark.
1: Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today we're talking about the holidays with two stories from our new bestseller, Chicken Soup for the Soul The Magic of Christmas. These stories are about Christmas and Hanukkah and how plenty of people manage to celebrate both every year. And our first story. Judith Hayes talks about how she and her husband decided one day to visit the Simon Wiesenthal Museum of Tolerance in Los Angeles. Judith's earrings set off the metal detector as they entered the museum, and her purse was searched. This was because the museum has to safeguard against acts of terrorism or hatred, but it made Judith uncomfortable and embarrassed. Anyway, Judith and her husband wandered around the museum, with Judith continuing to feel anxious. She was really affected by all the tragedy that surrounded them. And then they visited the gift shop and saw an assortment of menorahs. What really caught Judith's eye was a little menorah that looked like a small silver tree. It was appropriately called the Tree of Life. She says, As I stood there holding the menorah in my hands, I traveled back to a long-forgotten time in my childhood. I was born to Jewish parents and raised in a rather non-religious, reformed Jewish home. We did not attend a temple, but we did celebrate certain Jewish holidays. That memory carried me back to our celebration of Hanukkah and the small, tarnished menorah filled with tiny, colorful candles that we burned each night for eight nights. It was a happy and joyful time for our family. All of a sudden, Judith found herself crying. She bought the menorah and she says, it was an extremely emotional event for me because it would be the very first symbolic possession of my birth as a Jew. As a child, Judith has faced prejudice in her predominantly Christian neighborhood where she had been taunted by other children for being Jewish. She had spent her early adult years running away from her family and her Judaic heritage. She hadn't dated any Jewish men and she had married an Episcopalian with an English last name. She became even more emotional when the next stop of their museum tour brought them to a large plexiglass display case filled with the personal possessions of an exterminated Jewish family from Poland. There were baby pictures, tiny infant shoes, a man's antique pocket watch, and a large china serving plate with a lovely little girl's photograph face in the center. Judas says, I felt like an intruder sifting through the delicate remains of this Polish family who were long gone. What I then realized was that those Polish Jews were not strangers at all. In some poignant and historical way, we were very much connected because I too was born a Jew. Once again, I found myself wiping away more tears from my cheeks. Suddenly, I recognized that the little girl's face on the china platter was not an anonymous stranger. She strongly resembled our own beautiful older daughter, Sasha. At that moment, as I gazed into the face of that innocent Jewish child, two opposing points within me finally met in the middle. For the first time in my life, I felt balanced and complete. It was as if the past and the present were truly face to face, desiring peace and oneness no longer needing to hide. Judith says that menorah represents her return to her heritage, her way of saying to all those who perished in the Holocaust that they will live in her heart and will not be forgotten. Sue Risman Sussman tells us another story about celebrating the holidays and honoring the rich heritage of more than one group. In her case, It involved learning to embrace the Christmas traditions that she wasn't raised with. Sue's family didn't celebrate Christmas, and they didn't have a Christmas tree, even though she longed for one. She says, Walking down the dark winter streets at night, I thought the Christmas trees lighting up my neighbor's windows were the most beautiful and magical things in the world. She begged for a tree, but her mother explained that they did not celebrate Christmas because they were Jewish. Sue found it all confusing. Should she sing along with her classmates at school when they sang Christmas songs? What about when the whole class made Christmas tree ornaments? Then, one Christmas, her grandfather told her that his union was putting on a big Christmas party for all the workers and their children. He invited her to join him. So Sue went to that party and saw kids racing around, musicians dressed as elves, tables covered with holiday goodies. Christmas trees ringing the room, piles of wrapped presents, and a big chair sitting in the center of it all. That chair was for Santa, and when he came in, Sue got in line with the other kids. Her heart was pounding as she took her turn talking to him and receiving a gift from him. Sue says, On our way home, I asked him why I couldn't have a Christmas tree at home but could go with him to his union's party. After a moment's thought, her grandfather said, There's a difference between celebrating something because you believe in it and helping friends celebrate something in which they believe. You invite friends to your home to help celebrate Passover and Hanukkah, but does that make them Jewish? Sue said, Of course not. And her grandfather explained that it was okay to participate in other people's holiday traditions, that it wouldn't mean that you had changed religions. The next day, Sue invited her best friend over to play dreidel, eat latkes, and help light the Hanukkah candles. And the next week, she went to her friend's house to help her family celebrate Christmas. They sang songs, decorated the tree, and baked Christmas cookies. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Magic of Christmas. You can go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button to read more about this book and all the topics it covers. And you'll find it at Walmart, Kroger, BJ's, Fred Meyer, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and wherever else books are sold. And remember, this book, like our past five Christmas books, helps support the Marines Toys for Tots program, which makes Christmas more magical for families in need all over the United States. Now, if you want to read stories from this book and our other new collections, just sign up for our daily newsletter and you will get a free story in your email every day. Just go to com and click on the newsletter sign up option. You can also follow me on Twitter where my handle is at Amy Newmark and you'll see links there to our free stories and to this podcast. And please come back for our next episode to hear two stories that are not about Christmas, but in fact are from our other fun new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, My Wonderful Wacky Family.
0: Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too?